right. Uh, that was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Everything is perfect. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> Real fun uh, show in store for you in this episode. Uh, the Vulture himself, Joe Cass. Yeah, and you know. You know that like uh, that saying that's just like overused, like think outside of the box. Well, what if you lived a life where there just was no box? That's what I think about Joe Cass. That's exactly where my head was going. He is in his own world a lot of the times, but he's learned to somehow uh, just cohabitate with us and make it okay. Yeah, and that and that way of thinking has brought him to like incredible places doing like incredible things that he just kind of thinks they're, you know, that's what you're supposed to do as a guy. Yeah. The, the extraordinary is kind of every day for him. So I think you'll like it. All right. Enjoy. I'm Joe Arner and I'm Jay Wilson. And this this is Crimson Sheen. Sheen. No, it's pretty good. Hey, yeah, well, that was not that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. So um, how you doing? You doing OK? It's hot down here in Florida. It's yeah, very hot. I, I would it's imagine really- it is. I mean, that's that's kind of that's what you deal with in Florida, right? That you move there for the hotness, don't you? Yeah, it's you know, it's the sunshine state, but really it should be the humidity state. There's only like two days that are really nice. But boy, those days are yeah, those two days. Forget yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you know what what what's Massachusetts? Is that the granite? There's that New Hampshire. What's the granite state? I don't know. You live in Massachusetts. I mean, I'm not know. from Massachusetts. All uh, right. This is besides the point. We got to okay. we got to get to this show because I'm really pumped up about our guests here. All right. um, and uh, here's the deal. Do you uh, the, and here's how we're going to introduce. Them. We're going to go. Well, Jay, do you do you remember? Uh, were you ever in chorus? Um, yeah, a little bit. You were in chorus. I mean, like through what grade? I don't know. I just don't remember you in chorus. Yeah, I was in chorus a little bit. Okay. Like maybe well, seventh uh, grade, sixth grade. Uh, well, we had a warm up in chorus. Uh, okay. It was called, uh, it was just like one word that you sang over and over and over again. And, but it would be in like in the form of a song. And because of the note and the syllable you were saying at the same time. Uh, you would sing it in a different way. And it was called, it was, it was one word and it was Piccolo Mini. Do you remember Piccolo Mini? Yes, I do remember really? Piccolo Mini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting because I never thought you were, you were technically trained in singing. I mean, do you consider yourself technically trained in singing? I was technically trained with Ms. Gardner and Ms. Cologne. Ms. Cologne, oh, look yeah. out. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so Piccolo Mini was like, it went like, kind of like this. Piccolo Mini, 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 Pick. And then it just went on and on and on and on like that. Right. Uh, so I, th- how, and here's another question. So this, this will lead into our guest. This is another question here. Uh, how many Joes do you think we had in our class? Oh, about Four thousand. Yeah, know. we had <laughs> everybody was Joe, Joe Vucek, Joe Stombley, Joe Arner, Joey Mance, Joey Bornifer. I think those guys were in 
Ramsey, though. But our guest today had the best last name because you could piccolo mini his last name. What? Wait, like can this. you do it? Casamasima 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 Casa. Nice. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our guest today is Joe Casamasima, and it's really, really exciting to to see you and to and to and to have you on the show here. Yeah, how you doing over there, Joe? Cass. The dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I see you have a, a your little one there. Yeah, yeah. This is my littlest one. The littlest one. Okay. All right. What's what's the name? What's her name? This is Maya. 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 Okay. Calvin. I've got an older one, Calvin. He's downstairs. Oh, okay. Great. Gotcha. Well, it's great to see you. It's great to have you. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I, when I think of Joe Cass, we sh- we would shorten the name, I think. Right. Uh, Joe Cass, even though that's the coolest name ever. Uh Joe Cass, I remember uh, he was uh, he he did a lot of stuff with us. He did like 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 the dining room. We, did, right. we were in plays together. We did Bye Bye Birdie. We did uh, sports club. He, he was we in did. sports club with you. And uh, I think he was volleyball. Wanna, yeah. Volleyball, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was all over the place. And but I remember uh, and I I have a feeling he is uh, he's still like this way. Uh, he always had a unique perspective on things. Uh, yeah. He always brought a unique perspective. Of things. I think one of the things and he was always game to like have fun. Uh, so one of the things that I remember most about Joe is the vulture. Oh my uh, gosh. The vulture. Uh, the vulture Jay, you was... want to explain what the vulture is? Yeah, I can explain the vulture. So when we were juniors, we had a pretty good basketball team that we used to follow around. And uh, we created a group. We've talked about them before. They're called the Mountie Maniacs. It was basically, we'd go to every game and we would just cheer like crazy, but we wouldn't just like do like, Hey, rah, rah. Like we came up with very specific cheers to throw off the other team. And one cheer was when the other team was shooting a foul shot, uh, we would be real quiet. And then we'd start chanting, we want the vulture. And I think there was a clap, like clap, 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 clap. We want the vulture. We want the vulture. And then all of a sudden, uh, Joe Cass would be on somebody's shoulders and he would rise up. The person whose shoulders he was on would rise up and you'd see Joe Cass rise up in the stands and then he would make this sound and start flapping his wings. I don't, well, he probably can't do it because he's trying to put his kids to sleep. <laughs> but it was like this bird shriek and it would throw people off so badly. It was hilarious. Everyone would get really, really quiet. And then this terrifying shriek would come exactly at the moment when he's releasing the ball for the for the the free throw <laughs> joe cast do you remember the like the origin of the vulture like where that came from you know i have no idea um why i think it was just it, it started, started screaming trying to get people to you know miss and the maniacs just kind of like glommed on to to that thing and you know when you were called to do it i mean it was it was bigger than me no, i'm just kidding i mean but it was, uh, one of those things right where um it was uh, in fact i found my Mountie Maniac vest. No, wow. So really? yeah, it, it's it's somewhere in this house. Um, 
my wife, we were home with my parents uh, a couple months back and, um, and, you know, starting to, I was like, it's not time to get your crap out of our house. Uh, so boxes, you know, <laughs> I saw stuff maturity, at my mom's house. over to my house to, you know, put them in my basement. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I, I was rooting through this stuff. And I was like, what's this? It says vulture on the inside. Of the oh my gosh. Sharpie. So yeah, um, I have no idea where it came from. I think it just was born out of uh, trying to scream as loud as we could to get the other team to miss. And you know, like fantastic origin, just kind of like, I think it was just an organic sort of, uh, you know, creation there. Uh, Joe, are you originally from Stroudsburg? No, I'm from New Jersey originally. Oh, okay. Where okay. in New Jersey? So Carteret, New Jersey, it's um, just over the outer bridge, like from, from uh, Staten Island. Oh, okay. So I grew up there until I was about seven. And then I moved to, um, moved to Stroudsburg. Actually, I moved to Scott Street. We rented a place on Scott Street while our house was being built. Okay. We lived out off Shaker Schoolhouse Road. My folks are still there. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, so I, I went to Maury because we were, we lived right on Scott Street. You just walk across that, that rope bridge. And eventually somebody, I think the, I don't, I don't remember. There was a story behind that somewhere, but, um, but there was that bridge. And right. so, yeah, I used to walk over to, my brother was in high school at the time and he would walk me over to Maury and then um, he would go over to, to the high school. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That rope br- bridge that, that couldn't have been, couldn't have been to code. Right. I mean, it was like, a, it was just like a suspension. Yeah. And- <laughs> I think they made it in like a shop class or something. I don't know. Like, it couldn't have been, it wasn't, it wasn't legit for sure. But it was, like, it was, it was a class project. It was a class project from uh, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's you're, It's funny you mentioned that because later on in life, like I went looking for that rope bridge and then I was like unsure that it even existed. Like <laughs> I was like, no, I feel, dream. yeah. <laughs> like wasn't there in Little League, wasn't there a bridge or something back here? Yeah. I was trying to like put, it was kind of behind the car dealership. Like it would take you yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. I started, I started to question that its existence. This is really great. because. I remember now the vests from from the Mountie Maniacs. Now you have confirmed that, and you have confirmed the suspension bridge over to the high school. It's on a shit show like Stombley's was, right? At the very top or something. <laughs> yeah. You were mentioning the Joes. I think there were seven of us, at least in high school. And there could have been more. I think it was Arnold Bull, Asimasima. Oh, Bull. Bull. Yeah. Kadovich, Stombley, Buchak, and Widmer. Wow. Oh, Widmer. Yeah. I think yeah. There, was seven. there were seven. There were seven. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, there were a lot of them and uh, <laughs> they were, but there were always a lot of them. Yes. Like it, even in like, Ram- I went to Ramsey elementary school and there were, there was other Joes there. It was, it was, it was too much. It was too much. I felt like, yeah, there were a lot of them. Uh, yeah. Jay, did you have something to say about that? I was going to make some insulting joke about your uncreative parents, but I, I enjoy all of your parents. Nobody likes that. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. <laughs> I'm one of six kids. My parents just ran out of names. I was the fourth boy. They're like, uh, Joe, sounds good, right? Right. Uh, so you're you're one of six. Yeah. So you have, yeah, describe that. What, what was that like growing up in, with the, in a family of six kids? I mean. And who were they? Right? Like. I mean, it just is what it was. There was just a lot of people around all the time. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, I think you, I mean, if you want to like try to go back and analyze it, like you probably learn a lot. Like, hey, you read people a little better maybe because you're like 
that's not in a good mood. Not the time to ask them for this thing because you watched other people sort of do those things where you, you got their body language. So, um, yeah, so I, it was just, it just is what it is, right? Like with, with so many siblings, if you grow up as an only child, you grow up with siblings, you're just, you're just used to what, whatever, you just accept whatever's there. And it feels like everybody who's there is supposed to be there. And that's just, that's just sort of what it is. Did you get along with everybody? At times, right? Like I think, you know what I mean? It's like anything, right? Uh, yeah. I was, I was close. I was really close with my little sisters um, because there was such a, a gap that like the first four of us were pretty quick succession. And then my sisters came you know, later. So I think in some ways, like I felt like protective or like, you know, like, you know, like, and my brother was like, you're, you're little and dumb and you can't hang out with us. So somebody, <laughs> right. So um, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. You actually thank them in your note in the, uh, in the yearbook, he said, I want to thank my, my sisters, uh, Elizabeth and Emily. Emily, Emily. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's really nice. It's nice to hear. And so when you moved into Stroudsburg, you went to Maury, what, what, what was that transition? Like, what, what did you think of the town? What did you think of Stroudsburg? And then like growing up in Stroudsburg, what do you, what do you remember about it? What do you think about it? Um, it was, Again, it was, I think it's hard to, to separate. I don't know any different, right? I mean, it is, it, those are your formative years. And it, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's your, your experience. So um, I, it, it was, it was awesome. I mean, like when I look back, I look on back on it very fondly. I had, um, you know, just a ton of fun, a lot of great people, um, a lot of great memories. And just, you know, it was, it was a super happy and super positive. Like when I think about like in, in all what, what I, experience as a kid growing up like free from, mm-hmm. you know really like you know tragedy and free from like all those things like as, as a child right like so so I was, some people have a lot harder um go of it you know with family struggles or other things going on in, in their lives and mm-hmm. relatively easy I mean it was just I was super super fortunate very lucky and so I look back on that yeah really finally in fact I go I mean I live in in a DC suburb of northern Virginia and so I, we go up every in fact my folks are coming down this weekend but we go up, um, you know, every every couple of weeks, um, and, and oh, that's nice. We move back to the East Coast just to be closer to home. Oh wow! Well, that's cool. So you head back to Strasbourg on a on a, a regular basis, then. So do you? How do you? Have you noticed any changes there? Because we we go back every so often, but not that often. You know, I mean, over the years, of course, it's it's changed and it's you know it's it's different. I don't really. It's funny. I mean, I kind of just. You know that that feeling when you kind of hit. I'm on 33. I'm going to turn on the Schaefer Schoolhouse, and it right. doesn't matter. Like, you know, how much maybe it's changed. Like, it just I'm just like home, and I'm in right. my home mm-hmm. zone, and it feels like I, I, you know you pass certain things, and it just I'm like, yep, this is it. I'm I'm home now. And um, and while things change, I don't really get out into town. I really just go to my parents' house and and come back. Like I don't I don't really you know, and I've got the kids, and they run around in the cul-de-sac. You know what I mean? Like my parents' house and, and do whatever. And um, yeah, and I, so I don't really get out and about. It's mostly just to visit the family. So yeah. I, I haven't right. seen the town. Um, yeah, I really don't. Yeah, but I, I mean, I have like in passing, but it, you know, you know, it's changed. But um, I, the the part where I go it doesn't feel like it feels like some part, somehow like you know encapsulated in this this time bubble where like it it, it doesn't really change too much. Like when you make when you come off thirty three. And you, yeah, your schoolhouse, it all feels the same. That's a great way to describe going home, actually. There, there are certain things that you like lock into. 
uh, and the, your initial statement about getting on 33 and then and, and coming, coming north and then seeing, seeing those, those particular things, uh, you just know that you're home. Yeah. Like locking into those things where you recognize exactly where you are and you feel really comfortable again, actually. So yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. 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 So you're in Florida, you said. I said, uh, yeah, I'm in Florida. Uh, I've been here for like 10 years, oh, wow. uh, or 11 years or so. Uh, and uh, we are, uh, we're building a pool in the backyard. We just ex- excavated today. Oh, sweet. Wow. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. It's been a long time coming, but uh, I'm really <laughs> excited about it. So I can enjoy those two really nice days in Florida uh, out, <laughs> outside in the pool. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so every once in a while I get back. And actually over the past two years, I've been able to get back a little bit more because uh, working from home, working remotely and, you know, uh, and doing things like that. So, um, so what do you remember about middle school? Did you have, did you have, who did you run with? Who did you hang out with in middle school? And, uh, and what do you, what do you remember about that? Um, middle school was, uh, it, it was, um, it was a really, again, a good positive experience. Um, fifth grade, um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't really hang out with anybody, um, in fifth grade. Like I was just kind of, you know, like, I mean, I would go to class and, you know, like, whatever, um, I mean, like anybody did. I mean, I, rem- I do remember from fifth grade, um, Mr. Harris, who was my homeroom and math teacher, Mrs. Barilla for social studies. And then Mrs. Wank and Mrs. Bickert shared a room, but they they were the my uh, science and, and English teacher um yeah it was good they were that we were in the same we were in the same area i can't remember was it what was it called it was like areas or was it uh, it was like area a or area yeah, it was like, a, yeah there was like abcd ABC. ABC. Like yeah i thought it was abc they made i don't know maybe gone up to d i don't remember that uh, yeah, but I remember Mr. Harris. Mr. Harris was uh, I loved him as a math teacher. That was yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, he was he was great because he had candy questions. This has come up before too. I mentioned this. He had candy questions where it was like harder questions, yeah. and then if you got it, if you got them right, he'd give you his, your choice of candy. Yeah, I, I remember that, and and I remember specifically him saying, and it didn't, it never, it you know when you hear something an adult say, and, and you. For, you don't understand it, but you know that it's referring to something and you kind of just lock it away. I mean, right. The answer was five to, a, to a, a, a problem. He said five, like five pretty girls in Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you know what that was? And he, didn't, he said Penthouse, which was, you know, I mean, but it was, it was, it, that was his response. Like, it, he, I, and I remembered, I, I kind of just logged it away. Like, I don't know what that means, but there's something there. Um, and as an adult, it dawned on me what, what he was referring to. And like, you know, kind of interesting. I wonder how many Why? that he would have the guts to do that. And then how many other times did he do stuff like that? We probably was, never knew. Like, yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. know, you know, it, that one, for whatever reason, it just it just was lodged in my brain. Like, I didn't know what it meant, but I was like, I'm, I'm going to hold on to this one. Uh, and why is it the number five? I, I don't know. It just happened to be the random answer. And he just, and he just said, that's what he said. I just, I forget it. I was just like, I didn't get it, but I, um, candy questions were great. (laughs) The other candy questions. Um, uh, no, um, 
<laughs> Who was on the cover this week? <laughs> For a piece of hard rock candy. Yeah. For a gummy bear. Uh, tell me, who starred in Bra Breakers 10? Uh, so, sorry, this has no. gone off the deep end, Joe. I'm, that's, no, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it just was a memory. It just, I, I thought it's a great memory because somebody out there remembers him saying that too. Um, yeah, that's awesome. sure. Yeah, who, who else? Do, what other teachers stick out to you in middle school? Or, well, or like friends or anybody like who did you when did you start to create like so, a social crew? Or yeah, in sixth grade, I didn't really hang out. I mean, like I kind of hung out with my family. Like, I mean, I wasn't really hang, hanging out with anybody. You know, I didn't really have friends exactly. I mean, I remember going to uh, like you know kids' birthday parties and stuff. Like, you know, right. doing that. Um, but uh, and I so sixth grade I, again. I had, I had Mrs. Heller for home. Um, oh, Mrs. Heller. Yeah, I, had, I also had her for for typing. On the type yeah, yeah. Oh, gee. We... I think I had that. I was with Mrs. Heller. We may have been in the same class on that one. Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, Mr. Campbell for for language arts, and uh, and Miss Stefanik for math. I think. Yeah, Miss Stefanik. That's right. Was I remember Mrs. Heller because there was like a thing of she was she was one of the ex nuns. There was a few oh, teachers. Oh, I didn't because I was doing Miss Perilla. They said that about her. Miss Perilla, and I thought Mrs. Heller was too, but maybe I'm wrong about yeah. that. I had an ex nun, uh, Ms. Chizik. Ms. Chizik, yeah. yeah. She, she yeah. also did the and Hungarian because we got those, um, those electives they called exploratory or whatever in sixth grade, and I yeah. did Hungarian with her. Wasn't that Mrs. Storm that did the Hungarian? Oh, it could have been. I thought it was Mrs. Chizik. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Chizik, the name sounds better, but yeah, <laughs> you could be right. Who was Mrs. Storm then? Jeez, I don't know. I gotta look that. Uh, up. She did creative writing. I think I did creative writing with her. Oh, okay. Jeez. Uh, as an elective. You seem to have a better memory of these things than I do. That's amazing. Um, I'll go off. again. I can get into the weeds if you want, but I don't want to go. <laughs> whatever. I, yeah. Whatever you want. Third day of school. Uh, <laughs> like what the hell, man? We, we're still in sixth grade. How long have we been talking? Um, okay so when did you when did you like so i get you got a big family which i think does that and i have a question about that because most people that i know from bigger families like all the kids kind of have a way of like standing out a little bit and i feel like you definitely have that and so like you were the vulture but like i'm looking at pictures in the yearbook and every picture that you're in you're making some kind of face like you're not playing it straight for any photo you're always doing something so did you get that from your family or is that just who you are no matter what um i don't i haven't seen the yearbook um in a long time um but uh yeah i don't doubt i'm, I'm probably just trying to be a goofball like i trying to be funny i don't know if i was successful but trying to be i'm sure um yeah and and maybe it's uh you know you know just i think just being i don't know if it was being who you are or be, you know because you, you've got to stand out because you're one of so many kids i don't i mean i can't you can you can dive into the birth order and, and you know, <laughs> I don't really know. Like, yeah, if I'm making a goofy face, I, I don't doubt you. It, it could have been just my face, too. You know, it's... I mean, no, you're purposely <laughs> making a face uh, in the picture. It's uh, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, like, I, I kind of remember your goofiness. But then also, I kind of remember, like, it's like every once in a while, like a surprising intellect. <laughs> That's what I remember about you. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, and even like your what's in the yearbook, what you write in the yearbook is kind of it's it's goofy, but it's it's kind of really smart and uh, and interesting. Right. 
what you say in there. Uh, and, uh, and did you, and is that how you saw yourself? Like, uh, at, at the time, did you think like, Hey, I'm, I'm a, I'm a smart kid. I want to be, but I want to be funny. I want to, you know, how did you see yourself then? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I don't, I, I don't know that. I mean, I think I, yeah, I think I probably, I, I don't know that I was extremely like thoughtful of, in the sense of, you know, like, oh, this is what I want to be. I think I was just like, oh, I, I have I have the freedom to do like whatever I want, right? Like it felt very free. I, again, I was saying, I felt very like, lucky. I was super fortunate. So I felt I could do whatever I wanted and things were going to work out, right? Like it was going to be fun and silly. Yeah. And, um, and maybe some of that, and, you know, if I want to think back, I haven't really thought about it, but part of that was in my memory of it, and I could be wrong, at least entering freshman year, I was the youngest boy in our class. Oh, really? Oh. My memory of it. I, I think, because I, I, I had a late October birthday, and I think Jamie Greger had a November birthday, and Jody Nacelli had a December birthday, if I'm, again, I don't know why that's in mm-hmm. but, um, but my memory of it was that, like, and again, I was super immature anyway. So not only was I super young, but I was also really immature just developmentally i think part of it was that i was fortunate enough to not really know other people were thinking about me or like thinking you know what i mean i was just Uh, what i did in the moment because it was amusing or funny to me right and i didn't think other people really you know considered it or or thought about it or you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's funny because I think uh, I, I mean, I had a I had a blast. I, I really had a good fun time in in middle school and high school, but extremely self-conscious, you know, just extremely like nervous about what people thought of me and like always feeling like I was falling short in certain ways or or something like that. You know, I was very self-conscious. So. When you, I, I don't know if that's if that's different from what you think, but from what I'm hearing, it, it, you seem you seem less self conscious. You were just kind of in the moment, you know. I'm going to do this, and you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, for the most part. Like, I mean, it wasn't like I was completely like without, you know. what I mean, some, you know, <laughs> you know, bit of self consciousness. But I think for the most part, I I just I well to go back to middle school. Um, I think it was eighth grade. It could have been seventh grade. I was in a small group. With Caroline McElwain. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah. 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 Um, and um, we were doing a science project. And, and, and I think it was, it must have been seventh grade. Mrs. Robeson, she put us together. We're doing something, in, it was the end of the year. We're doing some science uh, planets thing. And um, and you may or may not remember me from, from middle school too much, but I never, or even from high school, but you will never see me wear jeans. Um, and so, so this is like one of those, so when I was in third grade, when I moved to, to Pennsylvania, um, we were, we, my parents, had, I had mentioned earlier, my parents were building that house um, and uh, we were living on Scott Street. My parents were visiting that, that property and, uh, and they were sledding. It was wintertime. I was at the roller rink with my old, one older brother and my other brother and sister were there and, and they were sledding. And my mom, they were going like, going to go on a pretty steep cliff. So my mom like jumped in front and, and her leg broke. So my dad had to take care of us, like while my mom was like in a cast. And so, you know, and in, in, in you know, trying to keep up with, with you know, five kids at that point before the sixth one came, um, he instead of like washing laundry, he just like 
My mom would have those big bags that you donate to the Goodwill when the kids outgrow the clothes. And he just was like, here's a pair of jeans for you. And uh, they were too small. They were too tight. And I always was squirming and I was a squirrely, you know, I was like moving around and, and it, and it hurt the back of my legs. I always sat kind of like with my legs, you know, curled up, moving around. And I was like, I'm never wearing jeans again. So moved to seventh grade. I'm wearing, I don't know, Zuba stripes or who the hell knows what that was at the time because it was, whatever's not jeans. And right. uh, I remember Carolyn McElwain said, Hey, you're like funny and you're smart and you're nice, but why do you wear those weird clothes? <laughs> And I was That's like, and, 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 you know, and, and I didn't even know that other people paid attention to other people's clothes. Like it wasn't the thing that I ever considered. Like right. he's wearing, I don't care. Like, you know, it never dawned on me. So then I was like, oh, well, my dad got me the jeans one time. Jeans, I don't wear them. Like, you know, that, that was it. Like that was a good enough explanation. I don't know if I went in depth, but like, that always stood out to me too. Is like, oh, like people do pay attention to what other people are doing. I didn't, like, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, who cares? Like, they must like, you wear that because you like it. Not like, you know, some people are wearing them whatever they wear because they think, oh, other people like this. I didn't, I didn't know that people did that. I was just like, oh. Wow. Did that happen uh, like regularly with you? Where you had those moments of like, oh. Did no, this is it, not- you know, oddly enough, it's still, I mean, it still happens. Um, like, I mean, you know, I, I mean, um, <laughs> But those were the years that you remember it because like in, in, in hindsight, you're like, oh yeah, there was a few of those. I mean, you're kind of putting it together. But that was, that was like in college and after. Like, I mean, I really was just like, I was really just a kid. Like really just, I mean, fortunately, I mean, just like without, without too much to, to consider. Like I was just going with whatever flow was there, whatever I thought would be funny or interesting at the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that's amazing that's it's such a cool uh way to like go through life <laughs> where you're not like i wish i could have more of that <laughs> uh, yeah I, I mean i don't i don't i can't i didn't like cultivate it i don't know i didn't like i can't take credit for it you know again it just was it just is what you know you just sort of accept whatever your brain is like oh this is now i'm cool um right you know skeletal or whatever, i mean like whatever, yeah. whatever i'm playing with at the time and i don't care if nobody so so when did you develop like a social life now i'm curious because you said you didn't play and you were like kind of curious when so, carolyn yeah. spoke to you like when did you start digging in with friends and yeah uh, I, I, I mean i would say middle school like seventh eighth grade i started like hanging out with with like I, I was uh since third grade um i played baseball like with um uh, my brasso and scott portagon and, and kirsten Cullen. Mm-hmm. so i hung out we played baseball as little kids like in whitmore's garage and then um, yeah, on, on Peterbilt. In fact, we played fall ball, Jay. Yeah, we, I, we were. I was on Whitmore's garage too because I played because Mike's dad was the coach. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and Mr. Bordegon would, would always like assistant coach and uh, yep. and Jay McDonald's uh, dad would 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 uh, be there. But, but then we played. And then I did little league. But then we did fall ball at one point in time. I think uh, nice later in, in middle school or because I didn't play baseball until like sophomore year. Uh, right like through we were we were on peterbilt together i think you and i, I was, with mike Klinger's dad was the coach yeah yeah, yeah. The, the i was guy. on that i was on that team yeah yeah me too <laughs> i remember i remember uh i missed the practice where they <laughs> was joe widmer on that team no he was on the blue team oh joe no. widmer i'm thinking joe kodnovich widmer was on, on whitmore's girl no I think Warner Pula, maybe. I think he played. 
but I don't remember what team was. Uh, I think we played. Know. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I wasn't there when. Uh, I, and this is, goes back to my self-conscious phase. I've always been, had held a little extra weight on my body, uh, and <laughs> and uh, I remember I wasn't there when they handed out T-shirts and. Bob Angrati had had saved a T-shirt for me and he and went over to the trunk of his car and he pulled it out and it was an extra small and I, <laughs> I an extra like my belly was sticking at the bottom when, when I played baseball. <laughs> well, you want to talk about feeling self-conscious. I remember once I, I, Mr. Angrati, I struck out, but the catcher dropped the ball. So in the first base. Yeah. Everybody's like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. And they're like, you're out. And I'm like, no, he dropped the ball. They're like, this isn't the majors kid. <laughs> <laughs> I started to cry. Like, I was upset. I didn't know. I thought I was safe. You know, Bob Angrati said this no, isn't the majors. No, no. Okay. He screamed from the, at least he watches the damn game. <laughs> <He's yelling>. Nice. <laughs> at the other coaches. Because <laughs> they're like, this isn't the majors kid. And, they, and then he's yelling at them, like defending me. Um, it was, yeah, I just, I remember my dad was like, I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were going to like run home. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't know why you were running either. <laughs> You're just going to drop the ball. Those anymore. are the rules. You know? Yeah. I remember Bob Angrati would go, would yell out to his pitcher, throw strikes. <laughs> like, that would be some kind of managerial uh, <laughs> uh, input. <laughs> that would... uh, never dawned on me. Oh, is that what I'm oh, supposed yeah. to do? <laughs> that's hilarious uh you played baseball through in high school too joe is that what you said I played for the for the uh the school team in the i played uh you know whatever league you know like whatever that was i don't remember anymore but, right you know like huh. they're outside the you know yeah yeah like the summer leagues those are yeah. great yeah that's fun like sophomore year and then and then in, in the junior year i did like you know soccer and tennis and that kind of stuff so right. Yeah. yeah. When did you get into soccer? Because you were you played soccer. That was what, what you played sports. Did you play like all year round? You played tennis, soccer, and did you play? We had volleyball in the winter and chess. Volleyball. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you played tennis and and soccer, which sport did you excel at the most? Oh, I wasn't good at anything. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I enjoyed playing and, and, um, and I think I, you know, again, going back to that, like, you know, uh, you know, your, your upbringing or whatever, I, I had three older brothers. So if, and I was a littler guy, like I wasn't uh, no, the behemoth you see before you, <laughs> I was always a little guy. So, so it, um, so, it, you know, my brother would say, well, if you want to play with us, then you can't get out or you can't mess up. So I'd have to play perfect if I wanted to play with them. So I was playing at like a high, you know, I mean, at, at the highest level I could. I didn't even know, even like even in gym class or like, you know, I didn't know that people never like, weren't trying their hardest all the time. Until junior year of high school, somebody's like, we're just messing around. You're going to hurt somebody. It's two hand touch, man. And I was like, oh, you, you're you're not trying like hard. Everybody was always trying hard because I, you know what I mean? I was always playing like with my hardest. So probably like, you know, they were like, oh, this guy's okay. You know what I mean? But I was just over overcompensating for like, you know, just really pushing it and trying to work, work really hard. Um, just because I was used to, that's what I had to perform with with three older brothers, right? So if you want to, yeah. call them, you that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, anyway. uh, and what was, uh, what was soccer like? 
I mean, there was this seemed to be like a like a cool group there. I always really liked. Uh, there was like a camaraderie first. on there. Yeah. You guys all seem close, like the Boyers and the McConnell and the yeah, yeah, Jelly Cods and all the tennis guys played so- soccer. Actually, a lot That's of why I people. played tennis because they were like, "Hey, you should play tennis too." And I was like, "Okay." And this is I was like, "Can you play?" And Uchak were like second level sometimes, like you know, when like already won because Tark and Bonovich uh, and Bobby Hatchman already won their their torn, you know, their, their games and stuff. Like, yeah, you can play too. <laughs> um, but it was super fun. Um, and man, yeah. And I just, you know, again, it was all those things. Like I know even junior and senior year, like they cut people on the soccer team who'd played like for years. And I was right. like, I didn't belong there. I wasn't better than them. But for whatever reason, you know, they maybe because I was like a hustler, I don't know what they, you know, why they kept me around, but um yeah, and I, I loved it. It was just super fun, but it wasn't like great at anything. I was just always like, okay, probably, and, and really trying my hardest without realizing that not everybody else was. That, that must have been hilarious, you and Buchek together playing doubles. Did you guys like talk to the opponents while <laughs> oh, you were yeah. playing? We were always oh, around. It was super fun. <laughs> that must have been so funny because I, I could just picture you two laying into some like another team. <laughs> the game didn't matter so we were just trying to you know we were just having fun and the other team was having fun right uh so yeah so we move on to high school i feel i still feel like we haven't established a crew or was the soccer tennis team was that like your crew was that who you hung out with Um, or you never really had like a yeah i felt like i mean i was probably like a lot of people feel i felt like i just sort of um rotated in, in, in various orbits, depending on which way, you know, the wind was blowing and what I thought would be fun or funny at the time. So like, you know, I hang out with Luchak and Hauser and Loth. Yeah. Um, I think so, Joe, I, I just want to interrupt you for a second. I think every single person that we've uh, talked to has said that kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, Oh yeah. yeah. I was friends over here, but I also was friends over here as well. And we, and Jay and I have even like, question like is that the kind of person that we're interested in talking to like is that why we have invited these particular people is because they seem to be they seem to be able to get along with with many different kinds of folks yeah Yeah. i think we maybe just had a very inclusive kind of class like i don't know that anybody was uh you know separating themselves at, at lunch or something like that i kind of felt like you could always do it wasn't like Mean Girls, right? Like there wasn't like the click over here and the click over there. I mean, I, I kind of felt that maybe a little bit in the classes above us or below us maybe, but I felt like we all just kind of hung out. It was never a thing so much. But yeah. it could be, you know, maybe somebody's listening to it right now and going, what are those guys talking about? <laughs> those guys were, <laughs> were assholes. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people feel that way though, right? Like, I mean, you may have a core group, but then I think everybody felt, like it felt pretty fluid. Like, you know, like you could yeah. move around and just kind of do whatever. I never got to hang out with the band much. They never let me in. Yeah. I like those people. They were very, that was a tight group because they yeah. had the marching thing. And I don't know. Were you musical at all, Joe? Where was I? What? Musical. Did you, did you play any instruments or, uh, or do, or were you in, you were in chorus, I think. Yeah. Um, for yeah, I was I was in, I was in choir. In fact, I, one of my memories of you, uh, Joe, is um, is uh, I, I had we did the senior year. We had like music through the decades, and I did some some song. I think it was uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, 
I mean, my little sister was there in her dress, like, you know, she was, I don't know, anyway, um, but I called her up and I, you know, we did, she was like three at the time, she was two, three, uh, anyway, um, and, and afterward, like, I went to, you know, like, go back to the, you know, the, the sit in the stands and the, the and you just gave me, like, the biggest hug, like, you put your hand around me, like, put in the back, like, that was amazing, like, you know, and I just, I was like, wow, you know, I, I I did, you know, never, but it, you were so, and, and in fairness, I've seen the video uh, at some VHS. I haven't seen it probably in decades, but, um, but at the, like you watched your response to it was so like genuine and like, and it was just so like, you know, it was powerful to see like, you know, like embracing me in that way. And that was just like, I felt, but this sort of, I think I like indicative of who you are, like just the guy who em- embraced everybody. And so I'm not surprised that you guys are, are doing this now in, in another form of embrace, right? Oh man, you just made my day. That was awesome. <laughs> so I wish nice. I could get, if I could find that video and, and somehow, you know, find a, a VCR, um, I will <laughs> I can record it and show you. Uh, but it, it, was, it, it was like, you know, incredible. And of course, I remember you guys from, as you, you were mentioning earlier, from, from the dining room and, yeah so i remember you and your relationships with your sisters too because that that got back to me and later on in life because we did jay and i were in a scene in the dining room and at one point i said we gotta open up this son bitch but we did for the for the uh for the eighth graders i couldn't say son of a bitch Maybe was it eighth grade or no, I think it was like maybe fifth or sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. OK. And uh, and I said I changed it to son of a biscuit. Yeah. And I think every time I interact with your sister, Beth, she says something <laughs> like son of a biscuit but she, because she was in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> it was the architect. You were going to get one of the Cuisine Arts over there. Oh yeah, that's it. That's the line when them nail Cuisinart. That's funny. That's great. And you were you were in this. Um, you were like at a kid's birthday party. You were. You yeah, odd that I was typecast as the the child. <laughs> See a theme here. There's a thread going through there. It wasn't too much of a stretch for me. Did you did you enjoy that? Did you did you like doing uh doing the dining room? Yeah, and, uh, I loved it. It was it was it was fun. I don't. I mean, why did I? I don't know. It's just the way. Like it was cool. It was fun to do. Sometimes I was like, oh, I never did that before. I'll do it. Uh, and you were in Bye Bye Birdie. Now, Bye Bye Birdie is my stepdaughter is doing Bye Bye Birdie this year uh, for her junior year. So nice. uh, so and you know who she's playing, Jay? Uh, I no. Uh, McAfee. Maria. No, that's a different play. She's playing. Uh, she's in the ensemble, but she's playing Maud. Oh, nice. Which was which was Maud. I played Maud, the bartender. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so she's got the same part as I do. That's awesome. And Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. I'm well, really Strasburg excited. did it because um, I went back to when you, you know, my, my youngest sister was in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They did it, you know, and she's 11 years younger. So they did it her junior year. I think. Okay. Um, and I went back to see it. Um, that's great was it as good as ours though i've never seen ours <laughs> yeah right yeah, I, I have no idea <laughs> it was a pretty oh. good I, I remember thinking that was really fun i always like 
I always wondered if like other high school productions were as involved as ours were. Like ours seemed to be like complicated and complex. And <laughs> well, they got the scrim that year. That was the big thing. We're getting a scrim. Oh, give a scrim, yeah. yeah oh, was... the scrim. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I just saw Matt Sabrinsky the other day. In Florida. Uh, no, no, I was up in Pennsylvania, oh. uh, and I saw him. I ran into him at Rudy's. And uh, and we started to talk about the productions that we did. And he was like, bar none, you the your class was the best class. That was the you guys had great actors and everything. He just enjoyed our our class so much. But that but, you know, we knew him from uh, publications and, and doing the newspaper and stuff like that. Did you ever do stuff like that, Joe? Um, I did the yearbook. Well, I wasn't officially in yearbook, but as as chance would have it it was like they would work on yearbook like the last period of the day and i had a study hall and it turned out that the yearbook like the advisor left or something and they had the right. person in and then they were like hey there's a time crunch if we need all the help we can get and i was like okay i'll i'll you know crop pictures and 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 write articles so if you go through the yearbook which, which I, again i haven't seen in quite a while but i wrote a lot of the art i wrote the article in bye bye birdie i think i quote my sister as a, a like in that oh really i'm pretty sure because I was, I was making stuff up because i had to i had to fill the space and i wasn't even in your book you know what it's i mean funny. yeah um if you look up like you know i mean it, they are I wrote, I wrote a bunch of articles they're, they're probably terrible but um but i but again it was like a they were like there's going to be a bunch of blank pages in our yearbook if we don't if we don't if we don't write stuff so i was is that how it was? Yeah. It was like, we got to fill these pages with stuff? Yeah. It was like, hey, we need people to, to fill, fill and crop, you know what I mean, and do this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come. And I went every, every like, last day of the day, huh. you know, until we, you know, and just churned out whatever articles you see there. So many of those pictures I remember, I remember putting in. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't in yearbook formally. Yeah, I know Mike Cromie was on here. He talked about the yearbook. Yeah, Mike Cromie was in there. Joe Kodnovich was in there. Amanda Kale. Amanda Kale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, and, and I think what happened was their advisor left, and I think it was Jessica Tinsley came in, um, and she was she was just like, hey, you guys, you've got to figure this out because this is your right. And if you don't do it, you know, this is gonna be, you're going to be left with a bunch of blank pages. And there are some pages that are like missing pieces just because it never got done. Right. Uh, who, so now they're in high school, uh, you're playing soccer, you're, you're doing music, <laughs> you're, you're doing a lot of stuff who you, you thanked Mrs. Reich. So I'm assuming that she was important to you as a teacher, but were there any other teachers that stood out that really, you know, made yeah, you think? I mean, so, so many teachers, um, were, were good. Um, I mean, I could, Listen. None of them are listening to this, yeah. so don't don't feel bad if like you forget someone. No, no. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, well, what I was doing was going through my like freshman year stuff. I can you know remember all the teachers, all the classes. So I was just trying to like think, um, you know. But but the reason why I probably the reason why I not even probably the reason why I think Mrs. Reich was because um, she she appreciated like. I had her for geometry. She appreciated like me, like I can crack a joke in class and she would laugh. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't like, you know, like get back to work and knock it off guys. She always like, she'd be like, Hey, what do you want to do? I remember one time I was like, Oh, can, can I bring in Simpsons? We can watch that. And she's like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I, we had, we, I was selling Maui cards. I don't remember those things like the discount card. 
Yeah. And I was like, hey, Mr. Rush, I have a good idea. How about this? How about I go to the local like middle school and, and, and elementary schools on payday? And I ask and I tell the, and I go and talk to the staff and I say, hey, like th- during lunchtime when they were all in the staff room. And I say, hey, I, I just want to do a survey. Um, you know, first up, can how many of you people go to this store and this store and this store? And like, you know, John, I'm like, well, you're in luck. I got these bounty cards and you just use them twice. You know, I know it's paid, it's five bucks and you'll be supporting the senior class to raise money for, you know, or whatever. And, uh, right. and, and she thought it was hilarious. She was like, yeah, do it. Like, so I went at lunch and, and went to every elementary school and down to the middle school and went, you know, and I sold, I don't know, at some point she was like, we've got to give you a gift. Like the school had treasure has to give you a gift of like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks or something because you sold like 500 Mountie cards or whatever. <laughs> and so, so, so she awesome. was just like, she was, whatever I had an idea of, she like supported, whether it be something silly, like, Hey, can we, could I bring in Simpsons and we watch it on the TV or like, you know, she's like, yeah, bring it during class. Like, she, she was just super open to me, like my ideas. And I felt like that was, like she was supportive, you know. I know all my teachers were. Again, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't bad teachers. I, mean, I had some teachers who said some like powerful things to me. I remember. Do you remember Mrs. Schneider? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had her. Uh, I had her in in a in a study hall. Um, I don't know study halls it seems, um, but I had her in a study hall, <laughs> and I don't know. I was talking to somebody else, but I used to go over to another study hall to help like some kids with their math. And I, and I was talking to, to her, to somebody in the class before I went over there. And I don't even remember what the conversation was, but afterwards she pulled me aside and she said, Joe, I'm glad you're in my world. And I was like, whoa, I was like, that's, that, that means something, you know, like that's, you know, like I, that's really nice. That's yeah, really it was super nice. sweet. Right. And I was like, that was, a, that was a super sweet thing to say. And I, and again, for a kid who just thought nobody's paying attention to whatever I'm doing, right. nobody notices, nobody cares. I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that nobody's noticing what I'm doing for her to like, so I, I think those things stand out to me because I was like, Oh wait, somebody did, did notice me. That was neat. Like, cause that doesn't happen often or, you know, that kind of thing. So let me ask you this. The flip side of that is, you know, as, as you're, I don't know. You don't. You don't think it's a unique perspective, but has your unique perspective ever gotten to gotten you into trouble? Oh like, sure. Yeah. Did that? Yeah. Did you get into trouble? Uh, and do you remember any of those times when you got into trouble? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Um, because sometimes you know I joke too far, or mm-hmm. um, or you know I I would um, you know I, I would think oh I, I'm just going to do this thing because no one's going to know or care. And then it would upset somebody. And I was like, well, I didn't quite get it. Like, I, I was trying to, you know, uh, that kind of thing. You know, I remember, even, you know, just even just feeling bad sometimes. Like, I thought it was a joke. So, you, you, I don't know if you remember, you mentioned Stanley earlier. I think back one, one time, we had those Mountie Maniacs. Uh, you know, there was, and I don't know who did, but there's like glitter got dumped on a, on a player walking in the, you know, in the thing. Yes, and so I remember I thought, that. I was like, oh, I'll play a prank on Joe. So I called him. I did like, I don't remember what, what to block your number. Like, you know, I called him up. I was like, Joe, I'm, I'm at the police station. They're charging me with assault for dumping glitter on this player. <laughs> He's like, what? And I was like, I don't know who did it, but it wasn't me. Like, what should I do? 
Oh my gosh. Kind of put him on the spot, you know? And and like I'm like, this is funny, right? And and it, and it was. I mean, I, I mean I felt bad afterward because he was like rattled. And I was just trying to be funny, like, like, no, I'm at my house or whatever. You know what I mean? And I was like, but he was so upset. Like, and I just thought and there's things like that where I'm like, oh, that's funny, but then it's, you know, you don't think about other people's feeling. I wasn't like considering like how I yeah. And if there's one person that you shouldn't think about their feelings, it's Joe Stone. <laughs> <laughs> because well, he's done he has done t- t- worse things to me <laughs> definitely so, <laughs> so well, all right. don't, if, if you're if you're holding on to that for some reason don't, don't. <laughs> all right well thank you yeah but but i meant like things like that where i thought it was funny yeah. but maybe it was it was like you know other people could have interpreted it's not right yeah maybe yeah sure not. sure definitely. so sure that, that definitely got me into trouble it still gets me into trouble because like you know people i'm like Let's say, let's say we were hanging out, you like the, the three of us. We're like, hey, you guys are like, hey, we're just going to go uh, grab some, you know, pasta over at this place. And I'm like, I'm kind of moved for tacos. I'll meet you guys over there. And you're like, what a dick. Why is he not coming with us? And I'm like, no, no, I'll be there. But like, I'm just like, I don't want pasta. I want tacos. Like, it's like, the, you know what I mean? Doing things with a group. I'm like, I don't need to do that. Like, I'll meet you there. We're like, you know, it's like, right. let's see this movie. I learned this one like the hard way. Everybody, everybody, we're going to see this movie. I'm like, cool, I'll go. Uh, and then, uh, and then I'm like, actually, this other movie's playing at the same time. Like, I want to go see that one. And they're like, no, we're gonna do it. I'm like, I won't be talking to you. Who cares? You know, but it's the collective experience you're supposed to have. But I, you know, those kind of things. So it got me into trouble, like in friend groups back then for those kind of things. You know? Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are good examples. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, and I also go. I also see the reasoning behind it, though, too, to go, I, I think I'd actually rather have tacos or go yeah. see this movie. I, why would you I care? Right? Like, yes, yeah. You, like, yeah, you exactly. shouldn't take it personally, right? Like, why is this guy not coming with us? Or like, why is he that weird? There's a tinge of that in Jay, I think. No, I'm very much like that. Yeah. I have, I've, I've learned to pull it back. Yes. I don't, I, it's like, all right, I'll just, let's just make people happy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah. yeah like i if we're gonna go sit in a dark room and not talk to each other why do we have to be in the same dark room it makes no sense yeah to it's a collective experience you can talk about it after jay come on I yeah guess. i guess but those but those were lessons that i, I learned i was so mature i was so young then that never dawned on me that like I, other people are, are are there and care about and again i don't mean it as i said i don't want to cross it. nobody cared about me or you know, but I just mean that, like, it was freeing. You're like, oh, nobody really cares what I'm doing. Or, like, I'm acting, why are you wearing those weird pants? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you do you find it like sometimes I like why are why do people care so much about what I'm doing and why I'm thinking the yes. way like just like that? Yeah, that's very much a thing for me. Like, <laughs> I'm just doing what I like. Do you? I'll do me. Everybody's yeah. we're here. You know, <laughs> that's funny. All right. That's a good connection. Me and Joe Cass. So let me ask you this, because you mentioned some some good things about some teachers that's that that supported you. Do you think um, uh, you got an award? You got like a, a scholarship for yeah. a teacher. Uh, what, what what was it called? I can't remember. It was the, uh, it was the um, Stroudsburg Area Educa- Education Association Scholarship. OK. And it was to the student who embodied the qualities of a teacher that came. I read the quote out of the yearbook. Oh. There you go. Uh, yeah. And did you, and that's something that you said in, in, in your note there at the end of the yearbook too, which is you wanted to be a teacher. Is, is, is that what you wanted to do? You wanted to be a teacher? Yes. In fifth grade. My mom was a teacher. My mom taught at, uh, at Arlington. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yeah, what did your dad uh, do? 
What'd your dad do? My dad worked in uh, worked in New York um, for a friend. A friend of his uh, ran a construction company, so he just you know he worked for him doing you know various stuff in the city, you know getting you know permits, you know and doing like you know, obviously in New York when you want to like drive over a tunnel or whatever you know <laughs> yeah you know, oversized equipment, but but it was called New York Crane and they did like uh, a lot of the operations um, like the big stuff uh, you know you know World Trade stuff and, and those kind of things. So. Sure. Oh, and your your mom was a teacher at Arlington. Yeah. Okay. I, think I knew that. And so that that's kind of sparking you. You wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. Well, I, I was. Yeah. Fifth grade. I said, oh, I'm going to be a teacher. Like that's that's really what I wanted to do. And uh, yeah. And I and I'd always had that had that you know desire was just kind of there. I was, yeah. That's what I'll do. So what what happened to you? So the so you go uh, you you graduate high school and you go on to you go to college. Oh, uh, after, after high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. How long do we got? Like, <laughs> no, we want to know where you're at. Like where'd, we where'd you go to school? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the, so if the, you've got the time, yeah, no, the quick, the quick version of it, um, just to, to condense. Um, so after high school, I went to Penn state, um, to study education, the main campus there. So I, so I was at uh, the Hazleton campus originally and then okay. at the, at the main campus. Yeah. Uh, Wow. And, um, and you studied and you studied what education oh okay all right good and then, yeah, <laughs> that works surprise. yeah what was that um, be weird if it was some <laughs> <laughs> biomedical uh, engineering yeah uh but uh okay so as you go into education you study you study at hazelton for a little bit then you go to uh the main campus and then uh, following that um i uh i spent some time abroad um in in turkey um, and then really, how'd you back. end up in Turkey? What, what, what put you in Turkey? One of my physics professors, um, I used to, uh, sometimes in, in school babysitters, he was working on his PhD, um, and he just finished. Um, and, uh, I used to like babysit his kids sometimes and like just got, you know, like hang out with him and his wife and kids. And, um, and so he was from Turkey. He was going to go back and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. He's like, you should come to Turkey. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, kicked around there for a bit, which was cool. Um, and then I uh, came back and I got a job uh, as an AmeriCorps volunteer, actually, um, doing uh, working with um, disadvantaged um, and maybe disenfranchised youth of color um, at an independent school. Um, I did that for... Where was that? In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Harrisburg. Yeah, um, I did something similar, actually. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I was in AmeriCorps, too, and I managed the AmeriCorps program, too. Oh, wow. Uh, which one? Which which version? Because I was at, like Notre Dame for volunteers. I know there's like different iterations, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. This was like Forever, there yeah. were like different. This was like it was called AmeriCorps Project. Yes. And it was in Chicago and uh, it worked with a settlement house there. Yeah. So like, I did that for a number of years. Um and then uh, 2000, 2007, I, um, I started this charity and I did it. I walked from Stroudsburg to, um, to San Francisco to raise money for multiple sclerosis. So my senior year of high school, my mom was, was pretty sick. Um, mm-hmm. She had, uh, it, they didn't diagnose the MS at that point, but uh, she, um, she, I think it was my, it, that late, late that senior year, um, freshman year when they, you know, they finally pinned it down as to what it was, but she had a lot of uh, challenges. So I was staying close to home anyway, you know, just so I, you know, we didn't know what, what was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. And then um, 
So I did that, uh, spent a couple months walking to California. Um, so wait, 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 hang on a second. You, Cause you're just kind of throwing this out there. This, uh, this is I'm kind of an incredible. Again, I'll, I'll tell you stories, incredible. Joe. I'll tell what you the stories. heck, man? <laughs> so, so you spent a few years in Turkey. You glossed over that, by yeah. the way. Uh, I was there. I was there, um, like under a year. Okay, okay. I came back and I did a few years at, at the in Harrisburg. Harrisburg, Harrisburg, and you enjoyed doing that. And then you went and you did you. So you did this charity. You formed this charity, or you did it as a part of a charity that was that was already existing, or yeah. So actually, it's interesting you say. So it wasn't formally at that point a five hundred one c three like an official nonprofit. It was. Um, it was just a. I have this idea and I'm not going to tell a whole lot of people because what if I can't do it? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, somebody's like, Oh, how do you prepare for something like that? And I'm like, well, I've been walking since I was like one. <laughs> so, um, I, I got a lot of practice. Um, so yeah. So I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, there was obviously some preparation in terms of logistics, but, um, so how does that idea come to mind? Did you just watch Forrest Gump or something? Yeah, or like, right. No, I, it, so they did a bunch of, uh, I, I used to do the charity walk every year, right? Okay. You know, a couple of laps around the high school track. Um, right. And, uh, and I'd been teaching in, in, in uh, Harrisburg. And, and not only was I teaching, it was a 10-hour school day because we breakfast, lunch, and dinner at school. Um, because the, kids, the only qualifications were that the students had to uh, live in the city and qualify for free lunch. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner at school, and it was a ten-hour day. And then I would—I lived across the street from the school, at a house where you know, we worked with with young men. They weren't adjudicated, but you know, more often than not, like you know, mom got a new boyfriend. They didn't want the kid there. They kicked him out. He had nowhere to go. So we had a house where we take them in. If they were young enough, like you know, we could get them back in the school. We'd get them back in the high school. Um, if they were, if they that ship had kind of sailed, um, I'd work with them like to get their GED. So mm-hmm. house parent for them, um, you know, and we'd help them you know, do resumes and, you know, we'd sit down and cook dinner and have as a family and kind of eat. And so I, mean, I was young, but I, I was, I had this, you know, this 10 hour day and then this, this responsibility of like, taking care of these guys um, every you know, evening. And, was, you know, you're just kind of on all the time. And so I, mm-hmm. it, I needed something to decompress and, um, and I wanted to do something, um, yeah, something kind of, you know, big. And I was like, mm-hmm. let's walk to California. It sounds good. <laughs> like, I'm doing these walks anyway, um, these little ones. So, um, you know, I figured it was. And what was it like? What was it like? I mean, how, what was that like? That's amazing. Like, what did you see? What did you, what, what were some of your experiences? It's incredible. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was, you know, it's kind of, you know, when you're a kid and you like, you're in a, in a hotel or something in a city or, or you're driving at night and you like, you make you stop on like a country road and, and you look in a, in a window and you see like a family in the house and the blue light from the TV. And you're kind of like looking in like, who wonder who they are, what they do. Or when you're in the city, you can kind of like look out at the skyscraper and see other people like cooking food or doing, you're like, I wonder what their story is. Like, they got a story. And so the coolest part about it was, I, you know, it's, I think so many of us have that thought, like when we're, you know, like when we were in those situations and, and I actually got welcomed into people's homes and got a, a piece of that every day while I was walking. It was just, it was really amazing. I met incredible people. I'm still in touch with a lot of those people. Three years later, I did a, I did a cross-country bike ride, um, took the same route, and I met up with a lot of those same folks. And 
um, people. Uh, uh, it was it was wow. really amazing. Just you know the the kindness and the charity and and the beauty of of our country and and the and, and the beauty of the of the people who you know who who make this this place up. How long does it take to do something like that? Um, that took me ninety one days. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean. I would also think that, you know, you, you start, where did you start? I started at my, the steps of my parents' house in Stroudsburg. So you start at your parents' house and then your first day you walk. I walked to the first day. Uh, we ended up, a buddy of mine walked, walked me to Ohio. Um, uh, the first day we ended up in Blakesley. Yeah, like I would be like, I'd get to Blakesley and I'd go, oh, it's just oh, you know what's funny? <laughs> it's the opposite. I got to Blakesley and I was like, I'm I'm, I'm so far from home. Like, yeah, <laughs> I made it already here. Like, I can't go back now. It's too late. Thirty miles in, you know. Like, it really felt like, um, yeah, just it really felt like you know, I was it was it was too far too far to go back now. Which of course is silly, but like like mentally, that's how it felt. That's incredible. That's really cool. Did you have a tent or were you, did you always have some places? How did you find people with places to stay or were you just so, like so, talking to strangers or? Well, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, a little from column A, a little from column B. I, um, I would do, so as I got more comfortable that this was actually like, I could do this, you know, barring injury or you know, illness or something. Um, I, I would do um, MS chapter, multiple sclerosis chapters are, are regional by state. And so, mm-hmm. um, they would, the one that I was, whatever region I was in would put out, like would inform the next, you know, the region chapter coming. And, the, and I would do like, they would do like press release and I'd do like newspaper, television, radio stuff, like as I was coming through. And then people would cool. I want the news. Do you want to stay at our house? I'm like, sure. Um, uh, and, and, or like I'd pass by and the hotel person would be like, hey, do you want to, you know, we'll, we'll come up a room for you and you can, you can stay since you're doing this for charity or whatever. So, um, and sometimes I slept out in the tent. Um, you know, my, my route took me right through back then, the route that I took was, it was from a TomTom. I printed out the, uh, printed out the, the turn by turn directions, um, and, uh, and just, and just followed it, um, laminated them, had a couple sets of cases and just followed it, um, uh, wow. got to the, to the steps of the library in San Francisco. Um, and what was that feeling like to get to the steps of the library in San Francisco? Was that incredible it, it was um it was a lot of relief and my mom did the last mile with me she flew out and we did the last yeah. mile together which was super cool um and um yeah, I, was, I mean that was powerful um because that's when she was just using a cane um now you know, she's she's got a motorized uh, car to get around but um uh yeah it was and again it was just a lot of relief although you know you hit i hit california and i'm thinking okay all right I'm there you know because um, you make it through the Rockies and because the route was, you know, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, Utah, Nevada, California. You get through the desert of, of Nevada, which is kind of brutal. And you're like, well, I made it through the Rockies, made it through the desert, made California. And like, it's all farmland. After you get out of the Sierra Nevadas. And those were like this, like the hills were like brutal. Um, and right. I remember like if I had started there, I may have been, I may have been like, you know, getting the blanks, but I'm done. Um, because I was so far there at that point, like, because I remember just like this the wind blowing like incessantly and like just sand in my teeth and in my, like, you know, like, no matter what you did, like it was just, you're, it was, it was, it was hard there. Wow. I mean, wow. I'm there. Um, 
And, uh, and you know, it's a long way because then you get to the coast. It's the coast. It's California that you think of, but it's, but that, you don't see that for, for, you know, days. And, um, and that's, can be disheartening. But <laughs> the hardest part was, uh, was I think just, just being, you're just, you know, I talk about all these things like, you know, my, my I can, like, I would be like, oh, let me think about, uh, you know, I don't know, like every major league baseball team, can I name them all? Like, can I name all every, like you just playing games with yourself in your head because you got nothing but time and you're by yourself walking. Um, right. Because people would come out again and meet me and like, you know, do things like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was that. So you do these walks, you do the bike ride. Uh, what, what what were the other big, what's another big milestone that happened in your life? What's another, well, yeah, so between the walk and the bike ride, um, yeah, uh, I was, so after the bike ride, I came back to Stroudsburg and then um, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to, you know, go, go up to school to Massachusetts. Um, and that's where I met my wife. Um, and uh, so we were there, uh, Massachusetts, came back to Pennsylvania. My brother had passed away. Um, and, uh, so when we, we, we stayed in Pennsylvania and then when she finished her master's, we went, uh, we moved to California. Um, I, I, we were there for six years. I mentioned at the beginning that we moved back. Um, we were there for six mm-hmm. years. Um, I was a principal of a, of a small school there, um, and then moved back here. Now I'm like a assistant superintendent of a, of a network of, of private schools in, in, uh, in DC, Northern Virginia. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, an assistant superintendent of what? Schools. Of private schools. school in Northern. Of oh, private schools. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Where, where did you go to school in Massachusetts? Uh, Harvard. Oh, you're at Harvard. Okay. And then pop back down to PA. Um, and out there, now here. So you were doing the, the graduate program, which which. So were you living in Mass? You were living in Boston or Austin or Cambridge? Yeah. Or? So actually, so I was living in Somerville originally. Okay. Where I met my wife. And then um, I was down at like uh, Kendall MIT area uh, at the end. And then um, my wife was, was at Wellesley, but she would do, she was cross-registered at MIT. So, oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, so we were, we were there. In fact, my son, I told you at the beginning, his name was Calvin, but we met on Calvin Street in Somerville. Which, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah so in education, you know, I mentioned you, you were like, oh, you want to be a teacher. I taught math and science for 12 years, uh, you know what I mean? Or whatever it was, you know, uh, and then, uh, and then been doing this. Um, I was a, a vice principal and then principal and then, and then uh, now. Do you utilize the technique of candy questions? That is uh... only with penthouse references, you know, thrown in now. Um, but uh, yeah, no, um, I, you know, again, you, you talk about the teachers and, and the folks that I remember and, and yeah, it was all, you know, looking back on the education we got, um, it was good. Like we got, I, I felt like I got a good education. I remember, um, you know, and I didn't know that until we, I went to you know college and then, and then you meet other people. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, yeah, now I know how like Gregor Samson felt. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> this metamorphosis. Like, come on, dude. Like, you know, like, what? And, but you know, <laughs> You just, you, you have like, there's, there was, there was enough. Uh, I'm not saying it was, you know, perfect um, by any means, but it, um, it was good. It was a good education. It was a good time. It was, it was good people. And I think, um, you know, not to, not to be, be old, old men here, um, but like, it was a different time, you know, pre the, you know, ubiquity of, of social media and, you know, and the internet and, and that was stuff was in its infancy. 
um, you know, when we kind of graduated, but um, I felt like there was a, there was a bit of, I don't know if you can have the same, I mean, you can't have the same experience, but I don't know if you can, how it would have fared in an environment where like every dumb thing I did was, you know, for the world. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like we did so many silly things. And so um, just, yeah, having that, that freedom to be, because uh, mm-hmm. you know such a different, uh, different different time now, so it's neat. Um, you know, I I love um, I, I love the program that I'm with. The, the school is fantastic. Um, it's a it's a one to one program, so it's like one student, one teacher per class, um, which is wow. a wild educational. Um, like it's a whole paradigm shift in terms of like you know how right mm-hmm. education is, is is taking place at our schools, but. Um, it's a uh, yeah. It's it's incredible, um, and uh, and I just enjoy so much. Like I mean, I've got my own kids, obviously, but but having being around kids and like and just continuing that that silliness and goofiness that you can, because um, you know I felt like I, that's I've always been that way. I'd be that way still. So. Right. It's interesting you say that because I I wonder about like you know we had a very. I'm not going to say unique, but it, it was an enjoyable, it was the experience you just explained at Strasbourg, right? We were able to do a lot of things and we had like a certain amount of freedom to walk across the rope bridge to get to school, right? Like, and that, I wonder. Did that really exist? <laughs> so I live in Watertown. You may be familiar with oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wonder, like, is my kids, high, like, do I need to move somewhere? Because I don't know it's going to be like Stroudsburg. Like, it's not going to have that. Uh, I mean, not that, you know, Stroudsburg is the only way to grow up, but I want my kid to have that freedom to feel like he can do, you know, pretty much anything. Um, and it, But it's a little different being so close to, I mean, not like Boston's a rough and tumbly city or neither is Cambridge, but it's just, you know, it's just a different field. Like there's not, there's no forests here that kids can just, you know, go play in the woods or down by a stream or something. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. So do you, do you feel that with your kids or where like, do you feel like you ever try to recreate anything or? Yeah. I mean, wow. If you saw their, their playroom, it's, it's, it's all my toys. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's all my, my He-Man. Holy cow. He just, he just pulled out an old He-Man doll. That's, yeah. that's, that's uh, a Skeletor, right? Skeletor. Yeah. 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 Um, it's all my Thundercats and Muscle Men and, I'm cartoon kids. They love them. Um, it's, uh, you have all that stuff. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. Well, again, three older brothers, they played with it and then kind of like, you know. Right. I grew it and I didn't. So I yeah, played with it forever um, and still do. It's pretty great. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's, so, so yeah, and we're, we're really fortunate where we are. We have a, a little uh, like rivulet in the back, um, but behind, you know, behind air yard and there's, there's a, it, there's some you know, trees and, and uh, they get to run around uh, in the world. Some dirt. I think yeah. dirt is really important when you're a kid. I, I remember just going out with my older brother and just telling my mom, we're going to go play in the dirt. And <laughs> it's just like a dirt pile. <laughs> and we would throw dirt at each other. Yeah. It was it was terrible. It was. <laughs> I remember coming home. My mom wouldn't let me in the house. She would make me strip down on the back porch because I was just covered in like whatever we rolled around in in the forest. I was like a dog. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. But that was it, right? And it was super fun. And again, as I said, like, ah, loved it. Loved it. Time was, yeah. It was, again, I mean, you know, you can't go home again in summer, but I, I want to recreate as much as I can um, mm-hmm. those kind of ways and in, in, in experiences um, for the kids. Uh, my wife is, is from Nepal. And so um, we, we 
pre-COVID, obviously, um, we, we would go back and we take, you know, take baby. And, and so we've thought about just like, you know, spending, spending a year or two there um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, sort of just be out in, in her grandma's village, just outside of Kathmandu and, um, and really just getting to like to be and even have a dinner. I mean, I don't know that, that it'll be the same as Trouberg, obviously, but it'll be Kathmandu Trouberg. Yeah, you know, six and one, six and one. No, but I, but I mean, but, it, but it'll be, you know, out where we lived, I mean, you know, we were off Schaefer Schoolhouse Road, and of course it's all built up around there, but um, it didn't used to be that much. We used like to a, play in the woods. It's still, it's not, I mean, it's it, around there. Six eleven, two and nine. We uh, we would go out and just like play in the woods for hours. And then like my mom would call us and we'd come home and eat. And I would like, yeah, we just did that. I mean, and I would walk, I mean, you talk about walking, but I would walk into town, mm-hmm. um, you know, from where we live. And I'd be like, oh, you know, like I'd leave in the morning and walk. I don't know how many miles, three and a half miles or whatever it was into town and walk back. Like, you know, like my mom. Yeah. You know, you can go. So I was, um, but, but again, that all those experiences, it was just uh, super, super fun. So again, as I say, I'm super fortunate and super lucky. Um, and it's just been, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, fortunately oblivious, I think. Uh, you know, just kind of like, hey, you know, just like, <laughs> Jay, do you have those? Uh, you have a few uh, questions. Yeah, I was trying to see which ones would be good for Joe Cass. Uh, do you? Do you remember uh, the first, either the first cassette or the first CD that you ever got? The first cassette I purchased um, was in third grade, and this is not going to be popular, but it was um, it was like a, a best of the fifties, replaced <laughs> by the Big Bopper and like Del Shannon Runway and those kind of things. Actually, that was sixty, that was sixty-one, but um, but it had like you know those kind of hits, maybe fifties and sixties. And the drifters, a lot of like you know, the drifters, yeah, yeah, runaway, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's my dad's soundtrack, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the first CD I got was uh, was uh, I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the Clash, the Clash. Oh, wow! Or okay. CD I purchased. Wow. The one I received as a gift was the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper. Okay, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good Two great albums where you go like listen yeah. straight through yeah. and enjoy the whole album. Did you did you have a job in in high school at all? Did you work anywhere? No, no. I mean, did you did you read the list of things I did? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I didn't. Have no, any. you were a slacker. Yeah, no, no, was... I mean, no, no, no. I didn't have any any jobs or anything like that. I was just kind of we need money. We need feathers. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go buy this class CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And this is, uh, you know, I, I think this is the one I want to, the last one I'm going to ask. Is there, is there anything that you would tell the teenage version of you right now? If you go back in time and you're, you find Joe Cass, 14, 15 years old, uh, is there anything you'd want to tell him or say, don't do this, do do this? Uh, you, you mean like a back to future two scenario where I can be in the almanac and be like, yeah, hey. this is it. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I can't think of a specific, um, like a specific, I would say, I think I would just, you know, maybe something like, you know, like it's, it's all for, for the, I don't know how I articulate this, that 85 year old man would be mumbling through and run out of time. But um, I think, you know, it, it's all like, like 
it, it's it's all going to be fine. Have fun. Like just just have fun. You know. I don't, right. I mean, like yeah, I can't. It's 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 a it, it outwardly like you know when you think of other people or whatever they they may seem like oh I wonder how this guy was or they're seemingly like people seem to have like these sometimes disparate selves. But I think it's a linear progression. You know, it's a cohesive narrative. It's yours. Like just just do what do you like? It'd be kind of like we were saying earlier. Like, just do. Just go with it. It's gonna everything's gonna be good and, and fine and fun and um everything's beautiful, nothing hurt, and really kill them. I don't know if that like trying to get my um not to sound naive, but just but just that yeah, it's 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 all it's it's yeah, I don't have a specific thing. I'm just ramble on I'm like I am. <laughs> ramble on. Yeah. Ramble on. Yeah. <laughs> 85 year old man. Well, this uh, I, this is this was really really fun to catch up, Joe. And uh, we didn't even get to our conversation that we had at uh, Floods that one time. Do you remember meeting me at Floods? Yes, I, I, I so I absolutely remember it. In fact, I mean that was the last time I think I saw you. Like yeah, um, and it was interesting because you you said um, we moved to Florida like ten years ago, but I was like I think that was twenty eleven. I think it was winter. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think it was like maybe. February 2011 is my memory, but I could be told. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's been, uh, I moved down in 2012 in January. Okay. So, so it may have been, um, cause when you were up there 10 years, I was like, Oh, maybe my timeline is off. But I, I absolutely remember that conversation. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it, you said that, you know, in essence, are you sure? Um, and I said, you said, just, 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 you know, maybe, maybe other people won't ask you. If they they're letting you like be caught, you know, doing whatever, but are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I am. I mean, I, I think so. Um, and uh, you're sure about, about my wife marriage. Yeah. yeah. Marriage. Oh, yeah. that's what it was regarding. Okay. Yeah. It was, it would have been, yeah. It would have been the time period for me to be asking that question. For it was sure. a great you question. have a very unique perspective at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, you told me, you shared that with me. He, he had shared, you know, we just, we just happened to run into each other randomly. And um, and it was it was that like he just said, hey, what's going on? I told him like, hey, I'm going to be proposing, and and um, I did like maybe like a month later, we were you know we went to Puerto Rico, uh, whatever. And so I was kind of planning all that stuff at that time, uh, and and you had said, uh, yeah, are you sure? And you know, because not a lot of people are going to ask you that question. Like you know, people are going to say like, oh, congratulations, you this thing, and you were like, I'm going to try to be rude, but and I never took I never took it that way. But um, it was like, you know. So thank you for not doing frame, that frame, yeah. you know and again and you were coming at it from a, a context that was um you know that was real and and and, and sharing that with me was was appreciated um so i you know uh, and yeah i think uh and I, I i think i was bold enough to do that because i always i always really liked you uh and i always uh uh, and I always appreciated the the perspective that you had on things, and I and I thought, well, maybe I can maybe I can say what I'm thinking, and you know he'll he, you know he'll just accept it the way you know maybe he was accepted when when he was saying different stuff. Yes, you know? <laughs> absolutely. No, and I I, I I took it that way 100. percent I took it just like I mean you may change your mind after this interview and whatever. <laughs> no, I just, just said, Hey, you know, um, I, this guy, you know, I felt like, again, I, I told you, I've watched that, that video back when that VHS of you, like 
the 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 emotion and the joy that you know and and the like hug that you had given me after after that performance like, that was like you know that was so like again like my sister's still like everybody remembers that like he, did, i just sang that song You're like yeah yeah but if you see that guy <laughs> that, was, that was the more powerful thing of all that and it was like yeah, that was lothar Lothar. Lothar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I was like, yeah, it was, that was powerful and beautiful. And I, I've always, uh, I've always appreciated all the Joes, um, which, which there are many, um, but, uh, but they have all, Seven. Been, yes, that's my memory of it. I could be wrong. There, I may be forgetting one in there, but I'm pretty sure. It was, Thanks a lot, Joe. This was a great conversation. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and, uh, and you know when you're maybe we, we can catch up again at uh, flood sometime. Yeah, or, or wherever, right? You're just, I mean, you know, hopefully, uh, in a, in you know. Year well, when so. you when you have a when you have a choice between Kathmandu and Tampa, uh, <laughs> there's Kathmandu. <laughs> yeah, you know, it gets you know we, we it gets old after a while. Right? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. Yeah, no problem. Jay, Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Joe. Good luck in the editing room, Jim. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone.